This episode was recorded prior to our name change. We are now officially called The Mike Line Show. Look for us on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else to subscribe. Yo, what up, what up? For Hypebeast Radio, this is Manny and this is Soundcheck, a show that looks to discover the origin story of your favorite artists and major players in the music industry. We ask the questions that you always wanted to get answered and you never know who may pop by. For episode eight, we talk to Currency in New Orleans. The hip hop vet sits down and talks about the new generations of artists in hip hop, continuing his pilot talk series, making music with Wiz Khalifa, and has come up and so much more. Welcome to Soundcheck. Thank you for uh, for being on this latest oh, episode nah, of Soundcheck. Shit, man, all good. Uh, right now we in New Orleans on Canal Street. Ah, wait, this is the guy. <laughs> Amazing. We're on Canal Street. Wait, so wait, fam. Describe what you see. Well, right now, do you remember the commercial where the hamsters was driving that little car? Yes, the car commercial. Yeah. Yeah, we see we the hamster pulled the hamster pulled uh, a track runner. She was built like she ran track. I played volleyball. I just wasn't a fan of her footwear. <laughs> she had uh, raccoon fur, Fenty slides. I don't think that Rihanna sec- sanctioned those. I don't think they passed the Pullman inspection. I don't know if that's mm. the real joints out there. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah, so we in New Orleans, uh, your hometown. Yup, and it's 97 degrees. It's hot as hell right now. 97 degrees. My man's made the sacrifice. He walked down here all of maybe two blocks, but in 97 degrees, that's fucking two miles. I lost 20 pounds of sweat. You can't do nothing. You can't do nothing without sweating. You got to leave the crib. You saw, did you see me get my shirts for the day? Yes. This is, this is, you. this is about <laughs> how it works. <laughs> Because by the time you do everything you need to do, you got to just keep peeling a couple shit of shirts. Off. Yeah, this is how you got to go smart, through the day. Smart, smart, yeah. smart. So, yeah, I had to pull up because it's, you know, I mean, New Orleans is only right. You're one of the OGs out here. I'm honored, man. I'm uh, honored. That's a huge cool, fan man. of yours as well. Thanks a lot, bro. Um, and it's been like a good year for you. You put out like, what, four projects so far? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, that's light for mm. me. But I think I was on the verge of saying, you know, fuck rap. Really? Yeah, and just like, just full time, just low riding and um, and putting my homies' careers in position. Mm-hmm. And um, but I realized in order for that to work, there's certain things I have to do in the game first. Mm-hmm. Even though you know I was always too cool for school and tried to keep things underground so that I I could live my life. Freely and just do what I want to do, but you can't do that when you have a record label and artists and people who want to become superstars. So there's certain accolades and certain things I need to do to uh, to make my light larger, large enough to include all of my homies in it before I step out of the light and the light is theirs. Mm. So that's really what made me start laying tracks again, like like putting projects that I had spoke on mm-hmm. out again. That's why I was like, okay, back at Bernie's, we're talking about doing that. Yep. That's why I got with Harry Fraud to do a, a Cigarette Boats 2, mm-hmm. just not call it that, just to get back to like right where I left off, you know. Uh, I've been up and down with the game, even though I'm, I got my own little 
set of people that fuck with me and I've mm -hmm. been able to sustain my lifestyle because of that. Mm -hmm. But I'm also involved in the game because I was a fan at first. Mm -hmm. And it has turned into something that I think if I was a kid at the point, I wouldn't, it's not, this is not something I would want to be. Mm. Because of how it looks, it's like it's just not, it's not tight. That's not what I fuck with. What, what, what is how it looks to you now? Well, it looks completely different mm -hmm. than what we, it looks, it's completely different than what we were raised on, what the game was. Mm -hmm. I mean, now it's more so special effects mm -hmm. than the movie. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. It's like promoting a movie and not talking about the actor and the, the, the drama and what could, the plot could be. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the trailer and in the commercial, all the press that you put out for the movie would be 500 explosions. <laughs> we got 500 explosions. You know what I'm saying? You just keep talking about the other shit, but it's like what actually it is. But what is it? Yeah. What's going on? So that's what that's what we got right now. I see a lot, but like at the same on the same coin, it's also putting a lot of people in position to get bread, and I'm not no hater. So that's why I was like, rather than be one of those grumpy old men fighting windmills yeah. and fighting technology and fighting change, I was like, just let them have it. Just let them step you know back. What I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, just let, let them have it and see and see what it do. And uh, and actually. And me chilling, I realized a gang of those kids actually like was like, yo, we fuck with you. Like, mm -hmm. you, you know, I figured I could be myself because I watched you say fuck how everything was going and you did what you did. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, it's kind of the same, ain't it? You know what I'm saying? But it's like I was to make the music reflective of who I listen to and my influences mm -hmm. and things like that. You know what I'm saying? And and what I gotta realize, you know, those these kids, uh, they big brother not playing they're not playing Camp Low, Nas mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That was who we grew up, you know, that's what we got put on to, so that's what made us wanna do it. Yeah. So it's it's another set of people that they and that they watch and it's like, okay, boom, I'm gonna bust my move and do that, you know. So yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta let that go. You know what I'm saying? And, and when you blessed to have your own niche, then it don't matter what happened. Yeah. Because your people, probably like people that fuck with me, I've heard from like greats like Talib Kweli told me he was like, man, like the people that listen to you only listen to you. Yeah. Like they're like fuck anything. You know what I'm saying? If you have something, then then you know. And that that that's why I've always been able to tell any label I was ever doing something with, um, no matter what was going on in the industry, they're like, oh, well, maybe we should hold this because such and such is coming out. I'm like, look, it don't matter. It don't really matter. This is going to do whatever it's going to do, no yeah. matter what. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I got a different set of folks, you know, so. Going back to the generational um, gap, I feel like people, the people, the rappers now who's rapping, they probably grew up listening to you, which is ironic. Dig it. Dig it, and that's what, and that's what I was saying. Yeah. Where every time I run into a motherfucker, that's what they say to me. Like, <laughs> dig, I, I, uh, I, I didn't know, I didn't know famous Dex. Yeah, I knew, I knew he fucked with with Rich the Kid, and Rich, Rich is the homie. Mm -hmm. Before shit started cracking for Rich, Rich, I told him, I was like, it's gonna, don't trip, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just keep matching. They're gonna catch on to what you're trying, you know, like what you're doing, and then people will, then then you'll be able to put more motherfuckers in position and it went it went exactly that way mm -hmm. and um 
Nah, and I was at Rolling Loud or something, and Dex was on one of those, it was on two carts. Yeah. And he jumped off that motherfucker. He like, bro, like, that's you, and it's you in real life. Like, you you know who you are? I'm like, dig, all right, that's what's up, you know what I'm saying? And fucking, like, Uzi's the homie, Carter's my homie, too, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. damn, I ain't even know, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the shit that we was doing was doing in my apartment, in the yeah. closet. Yeah. So, I would think the furthest it got, I was excited if it got down here. Yeah. You know, if it made it to somebody on Canal Street, played it in their car. Yeah. I felt like that was Billboard fucking 100. Yeah. So you way where you at and you hearing that shit and it made you decide like, all right, I'm in school right now, but I actually want to bust this kind of move. Mm -hmm. And it's a hell of young niggas just getting paper. And that's that's why me and Wiz doing two, like decided to, to bring 2009 out and do the How Fly 2 again because mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of the little homies, we was the ones. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. Yeah, we was the ones. So I'm like, damn man. Um, especially like with the negative shit that surrounding their generation, and 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 the music and and the dr the 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 choice of drugs and shit like that. Like me and my partner, all we did was smoke weed. Mm -hmm. Like that's it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And 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 we did. We we made it. So I mean, actually, you know, if I could, if I could do anything, that's my only, my only gripe with it. I don't care how small your pants are, how many holes you got in your <laughs> shirt or pants or what color your hair and shit. I ain't got over all that. I used to trip. I'm like, was like, look, man, everybody is supposed to wear dickies <laughs> and a chain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is what rap. This is what the fuck is supposed to be. So it was, it was shocking for me you know yeah. but then i'm like nah you know what like the way i look the way we was dressing they weren't fucking with that mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like motherfucker you to tell me and we like pull our socks down and just, <laughs> just like why would you have a why you got a crew neck sweater on with shorts are you hot are you cold like what what's going on it's like damn this is just what the fuck i look like yeah. i want to wear this you know so yeah you can't trip that's what it that's what it has turned into you know what i'm saying nice and you can't play because i didn't seen some of them dudes Motherfuckers that have a purse on and 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 a beat the nigga ass with <laughs> with with, with a, a fucking boxer uh, outfit on. So ain't no, you seen some of the same yeah. shit, boy. Don't fuck yeah. it. Hey, don't play with it. Can't you can't yeah. judge a book yeah, by its nah, cover. So it's cool. I, maybe some of them do that shit just to bait people in so they could kick somebody's ass. Yeah. Fuck, just so they can have an opportunity to flex their fucking skills. I don't know. <laughs> fuck. Um, what I guess what made you um unretired is that the right word dig it wasn't retiring yeah. i just was like i will drop an album mm. how rappers put out a project a mm. year and fall back you know what i'm saying because mm. it's not work to me mm -hmm. but i but for all the work uh, for, for all the recording and stuff i do at some time I, I feel like it's falling on deaf ears mm -hmm. so i'm like for all the work i'm doing i might well just cut it down and put out one project to give people time mm. to even catch on to it. You know, I still got people who like just heard 1130, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And they didn't know there was a 1030 or a 930, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just shit like that. And then I see when they, when they find those. It's the same with me and Max B. Max B been locked up forever. I still find songs that I didn't hear yeah. because of how much shit he was putting out. But that's why I fucked with him because of the volume of music he was putting out. So that's why I record that much too because I think about 
the 15 people who are watching every move and constantly giving them records and then the other ones will catch up and, and find you know gotcha. they'll get it when they get it it's always good when they do because when people like hit me on twitter and like damn i feel bad bro i slept on you i didn't even know you was rapping after where the cash at and then i'm like no problem <laughs> like whatever like what did you hear and like i just heard marine epm like that's the only thing you heard awesome there's fucking 10 years worth of shit for you <laughs> like don't more. even worry about it tweet me after you fucking see what happened you know so it's a good thing nice so what are you recording now you just put out a project mm -hmm. what, last month i just dropped marine ep with harry fraud yeah i have a marine ep remixes where i sent um some of the joints to a few people who i wanted to hear what they would do mm. you know what i'm saying like i had everybody all up in arms in my comments because i fucking put yadi put yadi on one of them but that's fucking the homie and i feel like he can rap mm -hmm. little yadi can rap you have yeah. to listen to it absolutely you know what i'm saying like when you play it back and hear like the structure of shit dude can spit so that's why i did it because there's people who respect what i what how i feel you know what i'm saying totally. and and they were shook up they had people like man spiller i ride with you all the time but this i don't know you know so that's why i was like i gotta do that so <laughs> that they could see you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so that, that's just something i wanted for for, for the homies so motherfuckers who who real sticklers and shit and pride themselves on listening to me mm -hmm. because they feel like I, I kept it pure they could see you know what the homie could do and not not shut the door nice. on them you know what i'm saying as a fan, I have to ask, will you ever continue uh, put out another Pilot Talk? Yeah, it's already done. Mm. Pilot Talk, we recorded Pilot Talk 4 when I was on tour. Mm. Yeah, we did, we, we did every, every, every big city that had a, a dope studio. We recorded, we got like 19 records on there. Wow. Like, yeah, all me and Ski. Wow. Yeah, and he got, uh, we had Gene from Monster Beats on tour with us playing live bass and shit. Nice. So that that's that's important to ski and um being able to have somebody right there to strum out whatever he was thinking mm -hmm. it was it was gold you know it's nice yeah i wish i brought my laptop i could definitely have played you some of that oh, shit. But, but before you leave town just come to the studio i was gonna i was gonna tell musa uh that we should do this in the studio but I thought you was on a uh, like on the schedule. A little bit, but you okay. know, I'm, I'm look. Well, you yeah, said on some studio, other shit. Yeah, on some I'll other shit. Just come through. Yeah, just come through, man. We'll play some of that shit. Uh, yeah, I'm just happy that it's Pilot Talk Four. Yeah, was, no, it's done. I feel like Pilot Talk was such an important series, especially when Pilot Talk One came out. It was it was a huge moment. It put me where where I wanted to be. Yeah. Because I wanted the respect of people that I listened to. Yeah. Uh, as I was trying to, as I was deciding what I wanted to do, and by recording Power Talk with Ski, mm -hmm. he knew so many of those people, mm -hmm. and he 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 had never never heard none of my music or nothing. But after like the first two days that we was that that we did shit, he was like, "Yo, nah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you say you like Raekwon, don't trip. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's your favorite." <laughs> You know, and like Dame was doing shit like that too. Just like, nah, who you like? Like, don't even worry about it. Like, they would probably love you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just bringing motherfuckers through. And that was that was big for me because it was like, as a kid, when you think you're going to go to like some professional league, yeah, 
you look, I, I, I remember personally, I, myself, I would look on the back of my basketball cards or football cards and see how old my favorite people were. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, well, when I get drafted, this guy will still be there. So I'll play with this guy, I'll play with this guy, I'll play yeah. with this guy. So that's what that was like. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like fucking, I'm smoking a joint with Black Thought. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nice, nice. Do you have like a favorite memory during the recording of like any of the pilot talks? Like something that sticks out that you probably never told it? Uh, Snoop's verse on seat change. Yeah. Um, I sent it to him. I sent it to him and and I got it back while I was downstairs telling people that I sent it mm. to him. Like he <laughs> didn't send it back next week. He mm. didn't send it back the next day. It's like, oh, it's here. All right, yeah, pull it up. And before I finished telling motherfuckers I sent it to Snoop, you know what I'm saying? It already had popped back in, in the Gmail. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, that's fucking Snoop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that was tight. And from then on, like, we he knew of me, and, and I met him, like, when I was a kid, when I was, um, like, around No Limit and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But this was a, you know, seeing seeing each other on, on that level and shit was different. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Also, 2009, did... That project never came out. It was just it was just a song that came out a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, we 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 um we had recorded five or six records that was gonna be the first half of that tape, mm. and then we just decided to drop one record mm. like as needed because we didn't think we would do it again. It's like you know what, we did that already. Mm. When people seem like they've forgotten, we'll just drop records. Mm. But all that did was make people say, no. Are y'all going to do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no matter what goes on in either of our lives, yeah. people still, you know, are talking about that. So yeah. that's what, you know, that's what we got to do. It was, like Shaq and it was like Shaq and Kobe. Thank you, bro. It was a wonderful, wonderful time duo. Um, I guess as of right now, um, what keeps you going creatively? Uh... People telling me that they fuck with the music mm. and telling me, you know, not to not to quit mm -hmm. and telling me what the music means to them and, 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 and sharing their views on the game, on the industry mm -hmm. and, and letting me know, you know, that that's how they feel. So when I say shit, they relate. So I'm like, damn, if I don't, if I don't do it. That's gonna be fucked up, you know what I'm saying? For for the people that's kind of leaning on it, so I gotta keep going. Nice. Tell me about the lowrider business you have. Shit, it's not even the it's not even the business. It's just it's just legitimately all I do outside mm. of outside of rap. We got a car shop in the east, but that's like a body shop and shit like yeah. that. This is is just this is coming out of our heart. Mm. Yeah, that's just the thing. When um. When I hang the mic up for real, then I open a hydraulic shop and do shit. There's just a movement that I'm pushing out here in New Orleans because of I seen the impact it had on Los Angeles mm. and it giving people something else to do whose lives was totally just every day wake up and gangbang till they go to sleep mm -hmm. or unless they get killed, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. they weren't concerned if they did get killed because it's like, yo, the all we really have to do is this anyway. Yeah. And then when that shit came around, motherfuckers was settling their differences through that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Other people was burying differences. Just like I would rather just roll than even trip because once we trip, 
they're gonna come and tell us we gotta move the cars. Mm. And that shit became so much tighter than them that it chilled a lot of shit out. The people who who was shooting at each other on site, you know, riding mm-hmm. on the same street, parking and eating at the same spot, and it's no big deal because oh, I didn't know you fuck with that. Nice. So this and this this town needs to chill out. So um, it's either it's either push this or open the fucking Disney World out here, <laughs> and I don't know how to do that. So we gonna push this whole ride. And kids like to see it. Girls like it. Dudes like girls, and girls don't like guns. Mm-hmm. So it all just it all, it all makes sense. Yeah. yeah. When did you When did you start like get get into cars? Was that always a passion for you? Yeah, man. Since High Wheels, but. Mm. Soon as I had a rap check, I had I had Lowrider. Mm. That was the first thing I did. What's like, your favorite car? The way my first cash money check, no limit money. I was I bought like real cars, but the first time I had a surplus of money, like this is the bills and this is still right here. Mm. I threw it all in the trash. Mm. <laughs> I fucking bought it immediately. <laughs> yep. What's your favorite car? Uh man. 64 Impala, mm. yeah. 64 Impala and 96 Impala. That's my two favorite cars. Nice. Yeah, foreign stuff is uh, it's cool, but it's not on my on my radar. I, I get a lot of that shit just to um, just to reassure my listeners that I'm not under the bridge. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of I always say that's just a way to keep score. Yeah, you know, and it and it definitely affects things. Like, just I remember years back when I bought the when I bought my Ferrari, my show price we changed the we changed my show price. Yeah, and I don't you know what I'm saying because yeah because I got a Ferrari. It's like well, not they, they see you have it. Yeah, so now we're gonna tell the promoter this. You know what I'm saying? And now like that's how that shit works. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's Crazy. interesting. People who. People who were aware of me making music and kind of and, and respected the hustle, but weren't listening, and then started listening because I bought a Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That all that kind of shit is 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 actually it literally is levels to it. Yeah. People might dig you and they can't fuck with you until they know that you could do what they could do, or you're you on a level yeah. that you could be there. That's interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. like a ro- It's legit. It's a Rolex club. Yeah. You know, because a motherfucker with a presidential on is going to be like, oh, no, that's that's like the first Rolex I don't know. Yeah. Let's let's go shoot pool over here. And, you know, yeah. even though he did do something, he didn't do it all. So fuck him till he get over here. And that's how it be. It's so crazy because I was just I was just thinking about this the other day, how like all these new rappers, I feel like when they make it, they get like a go-yard bag. <laughs> like a little, it's yeah, something. it's a kit. You have to have it because if you don't, you can't even take pictures with those guys. Wow. That shit is is right now. It's 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 at that. It's the it's the clout chase. Yeah. And see, I remember, like, clout. People said that forever, but at this point, um, it's it's clout wars. Yeah, it's it's madness. It's madness. It kills. <laughs> It really do. The cloud chase destroys lives, you know. You know, we from we from a time where motherfuckers was building their shit up on their own, and you you was the man because you was the man. Mm-hmm. Now it's like you the man because 
you punched dude when he walked out and wasn't looking and now it's on tape and even though that was a sucker move you let's buy your tape tomorrow like if your mixtape is ready tomorrow then you on yeah slap him tonight have your shit mixed down tomorrow and fucking and you ready <laughs> you ready if you t- if you take a week to get it mixed you done because somebody else is gonna kick your ass or something uh-huh. and they, and it's on for them and they'll yeah. have this shit ready yeah it's more gimmicks than lyrics i say that shit all yeah, the time yeah, definitely definitely that's where yeah. it's at right now yeah your timeline is really interesting because you like you you've been you work with like some you work with greats you went on your own you got your own brand and label like just just i guess just give me like a brief timeline where you started from from Bro. no limit days to now yeah it's crazy because you would think i was a hundred <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, is he is he like a vampire? Because it's it, it's the same guy. Yeah. Like, but <laughs> but that's that's legitimately how that shit went, man. Yeah. Um, and really, I can just attribute it to, and not attribute because that's only a good word. I not credit either. Mm. But that's the end result of crime in my city. Mm and how murderous the town was at the time when I was younger. And it's, 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 it's worse now, but at this time, when I was trying to do my thing, everybody who I, who I was in business with or making moves with, the street took them mm. every time. So before you even heard of me, like when I was the little, little homie, like mm. writing, at school sometime and thinking about if I wanted to rap. The one homie who was like, nah, you should do this shit. I'm going to put X, Y, Z behind you. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Day after that conversation happened, he goes to jail. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, my mom is right there like, that's why you need to focus on school. Fuck that shit you was telling me. Mm-hmm. Walk down to school and finish what you was doing. So, yeah. all right. Then, get out of school and fucking... Uh, like for the summer, and and another homie is like, all right, we're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. Then he gets killed, so it's like, all right, so go back to school, finish up, boom, 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 boom. Fucking uh, a friend of Master P started a record label, mm-hmm. and then he's killed, and then so C Murder steps in, and mm-hmm. he's like, man, you know, I got you. Then they think he kills a kid, mm-hmm. and then so he's done, and fucking. Shit, what was after that? Master P. Mm-hmm. Master P stepped in on the strength of, of me fucking with C. But I wanted to do some other shit mm-hmm. at that point. I was try- I, already, I had already had it in my mind. I think I wanted to do my own thing. So when I, when I stepped away from No Limit, it was cool because it was family. Just like, I'm about to just do my thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, if and if my thing is even rap, like I'ma fuck with this for two more weeks and then fuck it, like don't yeah. even trip. And 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 me doing that, that's when I ran into Wayne one day at the gas station and just told him, I was like, yeah, man, I don't even know what I'm doing with this shit. Like mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't fucking, I don't care about it. You know what I'm saying? And dude was like, bro, come to Miami tomorrow. Like you tripping? And then that's when we went out there and I did like eight records mm-hmm. that night with homie and so so then we you know then that that turned to be that in my i start having fun with it again but i knew ultimately you know if i'm if i'm if i'm really gonna do this i gotta do it for myself so that when i'm ready to push the button and say no mm-hmm. i could just push it yeah you know what i'm saying 
So it, it, it worked out that way. And everything was all good. I, I never had no issues with nobody. I done no business with on, on that aspect. So I was, that's cool to be able to still collab and do shit mm-hmm. with people. Like um, I'm trying to see if I'm gonna be here for Peace Celebrity Game mm-hmm. uh, in July. But um, if I'm in town, I'm, I'm gonna fuck with him for that. And then, you know, there's nothing to call Wayne or something for a verse and shit, no matter how fucking big of a megastar, he, you know, He's always kept it funky with me and mm-hmm. shot verses to me. A lot of people like who people have trouble attaining and, and people have to break their budgets on getting work from genuinely just fuck with me on the strength. And that that's a good thing. That's 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 cool. Nice. You know? Yeah, I get a lot of shit back. Like it's it's big to me when shit come back the same day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I cause I do that. But you know everybody not you, so just cause you keep it that funky, that's not people don't have to do that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And when people do that, I'm like, damn, you know, motherfucker, like, like you know, like two chains or something like that's the homie. Mm-hmm. I could call that dude for a mixtape record, and he knows I'm the king of putting stuff out that's not gonna make money. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm like, thanks for this verse that you could have sold. To Justin Bieber, you could like mm-hmm. did a feature and sold it, but you just jumped on my fucking record for nothing, and you know I'm gonna put this out at midnight unmixed. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you know how I operate, and you just went, you just did like the you did the same caliber of verse you would give Kanye when he called you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying Ross the same way. Like that's a real. lot, of, a lot of them dudes the same way with me, man, and that's cool. That's cool. Like you know, being underground. And, and a lot of people who, a lot of my folks feel like I get overlooked. Mm. And my 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 answer is just the proof is is when I reach out to somebody because regardless of what level they playing on, what what field they playing on, they still know you know they know about my movement and they know the impact that it have. So they gotta fuck with me. Definitely. Uh, I want to talk about the city because I was driving around yesterday and um, the homie was explaining in like post Katrina and how like a lot of the stuff, i.e. where uh, um, uh, Back That Ass Up was filmed, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. all the areas around there with Juvie, Louisiana, yeah. Yeah. it's all changed. Like yeah. it's, it's just totally 100% different. Yeah, well, um, that probably was, this. we don't know, the, we don't know what goes on in meetings, mm-hmm. but without a hurricane the powers that be in the city was going to make necessary moves to get the land Mm -hmm. in the places that they wanted to do what they want to do on Mm -hmm. they want these condos and they want this shit in these areas and that's what that was going to happen it just so happened that mother nature sped it up and moved people out of the way Mm. and, and and long enough time for them to come in and even impose their shit, like, even if you thought you was coming back to this motherfucker, nah, here's X amount, you know, go over there, or wouldn't you rather just be in Dallas? Wouldn't you rather be somewhere mm-hmm. else? We could set you up, do that, you know what I'm saying? Then when you come back and see what, ha- you know, your your farmer shit, what it is, they doing their thing, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I feel like that was gonna happen either way. It just so happened that nature sped it up. So 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 the powers had an excuse, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and a, a a cloud of smoke 
to do their moves under. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. We all, they told everybody to get the fuck and don't come back like until October anyway, and it happened in August. Mm -hmm. So by that time, they had already made the the grid and the plan, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And New Orleans got such a rich history of music, and it's just like that area where yeah. like some of your favorite rappers come from. It, it's like. It, it definitely watered down the, the tangible history, mm. you know, like like that, like how they could co show you what this was where they shot this, but it don't look like that. Mm -hmm. So we can't show you that, you know what I'm saying? But it also made people realize how important it was, and certain people in the city became superstars in the city because they are reminders of the era it's like damn you know yeah that's so you know the place is gone but he's still around so that kind of shit made us made us band together a bit as a scene so that's cool and the industry the mainstream they uh they know about about the music and shit that comes out of this town so mm -hmm. nice um and i guess lastly is um if you can give advice to young rappers today what would that advice be? Do as much as you can for free, and and it all can happen on the internet. I I did it all with the white MacBook. Mm. It was stolen. <laughs> My <laughs> homie told me that. <laughs> My homie told me that some program at school was giving them <laughs> uh, iPads. I mean, MacBooks, yeah. all right, the white MacBook Pro, whatever that was called. It was just a MacBook. Yeah. Was, there was no Pro back then, huh? It was yeah. the white thing. Yeah, the That's white Chris. That's Chris, Nate. So uh, I would, what I would do is just do as much as I can with that laptop. Your whole thing is <laughs> reaching out to those publications and shit, all them blogs and all. You could do all that shit from the computer. As much as you could do on your own. You do that, yeah. and these 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 big wigs, these suits, the motherfuckers who gotta write the checks, they know that the money that they'll give to you to bust those moves is safe because you was doing it on your own anyway. Mm -hmm. They see you making a hundred thousand a year, like out your trunk. They know they can't give you five hundred thousand because mm -hmm. you already eating on your own without having to see them. Seeing them is a pain in the ass and inconvenience. You don't mm -hmm. want to fucking go to these buildings and take the fucking elevator from one to 50 to go up there and have somebody tell you what, what your music's supposed to be like and shit. Mm -hmm. But the fucking bag they give you for that is a trade-off, it's work. Mm -hmm. So once you do a job, motherfucker paying you because you're sacrificing your free time. So once they cut that big ass check to you, you know what I'm saying, then you realize what it's about, so. Nice, awesome. Thank you, man. Thank you for doing All this. All good, bro. Thank you. That's today's episode of Soundcheck. And if you haven't checked out Spitta's latest project, the Marina EP, check it out now. You can listen to more episodes of Soundcheck and keep up with everything Hypebeast Radio at hypebeast.com slash radio. Subscribe to Soundcheck on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Overcast, or wherever you listen to podcasts on. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at ECM underscore LP and follow Hypebeast Music for more original content and music news. Let us know who you'd like to have on the show, and thank you for listening to the